No, 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 no. T I G E R S. Fight, 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 fight. Mike, it's not even a top a thousand moment all time. Okay, Tommy, shut the hell up, man. Mike. Oh, of course, he... I'm gonna go with the right answer. It's Ryan Eads of the Baltimore Orioles. He only he's only wore the number eighty for uh, eight games. He's only one of two players. You know what? No, no, I'm not gonna take this. Welcome back to Go Chat. We are back with episode one one five one fifteen coming at you from the three one five. We got a great episode ahead of us. Um, a lot to indulge in uh, a lot of football coming down to the end of the season, a uh, week 18 ahead of us. Um, but if not, if you're not subscribed, smash that subscribe button, follow us on all our socials, join the journey as we try to gain subscribers and become famous here. Um, we got a great episode. Like I said, go to Minnesota. Um, we've been traveling through Michigan. We've been traveling through uh, Massachusetts. Now we make our way to Minnesota, where there are multiple professional sports teams. Um, Connor, I'm going to start with you. Tommy requested to be third. So I'm going to start with you, Connor. Uh, who are you going with? I'm going to go with someone on the Vikings. Um, however, this is his first year on the Minnesota Vikings. Um, I'm going to go with Patrick Peterson. He's had a really good career, you know, eight-time Pro Bowler, three-time All-Pro is on the Hall of Fame All-2010s team. You know, he has 28 career interceptions. He's returned four um, punt returns for a touchdown. You know, he's returned really early on in his day. Um, you know, only four career sacks, but he was he, – I mean, he was a great cornerback for the Arizona Cardinals, you know, from 2011 right up until, you know, 2020 last year. You know, he, he doesn't have an interception this year. Um, it's his only season without an interception. Maybe he'll grab one either – um in week 18 i think they're eliminated from the playoffs now so hope, hope maybe he'll grab one in week 18 um you know he, he he's been so consistent you know from 2011 right up to 2018 you know he's played in every single game you know played in every game in 2020 you know he's only missed you know like eight games throughout the entirety of his career so i mean he has been so good so consistent all throughout his career patrick peterson first year in minnesota but i think he deserves this award yeah, uh, Hackers eliminated uh, the Minnesota Vikings on Sunday night. Mike, I'm going to go with you. Yeah, Patrick Beerson has had a phenomenal career, but he this is his first season in Minnesota, and his career is kind of winding down, so I'm not going to go with him. I am going to go with the long-tenured Minnesota Viking, Harrison Smith. Harrison Smith <laughs> came in the league in 2012. He has six Pro Bowls, one All-Pro, and he really – over you know this past decade, he has been one of the best safeties in the whole game. Obviously, you could throw Earl Thomas, Cam Chancellor out there and uh, stuff like that. But Harrison Smith is really that top echelon of safety, and he still is today. Um, you could just look at his production from this season. Really look at how he you know affects that Minnesota defense, uh, leading them in in all that stuff. Right, so he's really good in the back end. He can drop down into the box and make some big hits. It's got to be Harrison Smith for me. Not a bad shout from either of you guys. Tommy, you heard their picks. Uh, we're going to curious where you're going to go with. Yeah, you know, I, I've been curious too up until a couple minutes ago. I'm going to go with Carl Anthony Towns. I think we're going to switch sports over to basketball with the Timberwolves. And, uh, you know, he's earlier on in his career than some of the players that were mentioned today drafted back in 2015. But he did win the Rookie of the Year that year. He's a two-time All-Star. 
2017-2018 All-NBA team. And, uh, you know, he's put together a really solid career there. And now the Timberwolves are owned by Alex Rodriguez. So how could I not? I know Connor hates that, but how could I not go with that connection? Uh, but no, he is a great player. So got to go with Carl Anthony Towns for uh, go to Minnesota. Tommy always finds a way to, if it's not a baseball player, he finds a way to make it about baseball. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's not a bad shout either. I'm going to stick with basketball, but I'm actually going to go to the Minnesota Lynx and go with Maya Moore here. Um, you know, you have to look at her uh, resume that she's been able to put up 2014 MVP, six time All Star. And you look at what she's been able to do with Minnesota. She hasn't played in two years, still on the roster. So I count it. Um, you know, you can talk about her work off the court too. Uh, and, and her team's just made the playoffs consistently. Uh, Minnesota's made it in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018. So all of those years in a row uh, while she's playing. Um, she hasn't actually missed the playoffs then. Wow. Jockey. Uh, well, Maya Moore is going to have to be my pick here. I, that's why I kind of kept it on the low. I wanted to see if any of you guys would uh, figure that out. Yeah, yeah, Matt, that's a great pick. And not only is she phenomenal on the court, but off the court, she hasn't played for two years because uh, she was working to help get that. I, I don't remember his name, but there's Jonathan there Irons. Yeah, he was wrongfully convicted in uh, the state of Minnesota, and she helped him uh, get out of jail. So that that's why she hasn't played for two years. Hopefully she'll return. And they're, and they're now married. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's crazy. It, yeah. it, it's, re- it's really one of those, like, uh, like uh like storybook you know, endings yeah storybook endings there you go so that's that's an awesome pick man i i didn't even think about that didn't even pop in my head <clears throat> yeah not, not not a bad shout from either of you guys uh you know minnesota's got young studs like justin jefferson dalvin cook uh even alexander madison you know maybe he won't be at minnesota vikings too much sooner but he is a pretty good running back um any final thoughts before we head into our topic today Excited to get it going. All right, there we go. No baseball player was named. Uh, We will go head into our next topic coming up after the break. (laughs) Welcome back to Go Chat. We are back with some NFL talk. Like I said, we're heading into week 18. We got three spots open, one in the NFC and two in the AFC. A lot of different scenarios that could be going down. But for the AFC, the, the team's in contention. We got the Colts, got the Steelers. Got the Ravens. That would be difficult for them. And we got, did I say the Raiders or Chargers yet? We got those five teams in contention. Now for the NFC, it's pretty much smaller. We got in contention the 49ers and the Saints. So we'll start with the NFC. It's much easier. Um, pretty much what needs to happen is the Saints, if they want to get in, they need a San Francisco loss to the Rams and they need to beat the Falcons. What the 49ers need is either a loss from both teams or they would need to beat the for beat the Rams and the Saints would have to lose to the Falcons. Now, or actually, no, all they have to do is win. They all they have to do is win because if the Saints, yeah. So if the Saints win um and the 49ers win, they still get in. I mean, we got two two teams pushing for the playoffs, two different games, Saints, Falcons, Rams, 49ers, two games to have to watch next Sunday. Who do you guys think is going to make it into the NFC on that last spot uh, to clinch? Obviously, the Eagles clinched um, due to the Packers being the Vikings. 
And of course, the Cardinals slash Rams clinched the other wild card spot. How about, Mike, I, I want to talk about the Eagles for just a second. I remember on our on our radio show this past semester. Oh Mike, yeah, Mike laughed. Mike, Mike laughed when when Matt, your brother, said that they were going to turn around, get up to like six and six or whatever, and then make the playoffs. And Mike goes, eh, "I don't think so." And then he chuckled a little bit. And now they're in the playoffs, Mike. You know th- that that is true, but. You know, they, they've 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 gotten the job done. You know, they've beaten teams when they need to. And uh, props them for getting into the playoffs. I think they're going to be a first-round exit. But props to uh, Sirianni for making some uh, adjustments mid-season going more run-heavy. More run All right. Now, I, now, Mike, we've got – oh, go ahead, Matt. I mean, I, I, Jalen's a good quarterback. Jalen yeah, is a good quarterback. I agree. Throwing the, ball, throwing the ball, he's not that good. But he he's actually a, is a – He's but a really good I would say he's a good game manager. Yeah, like he proved me wrong. I honestly thought the Eagles were going to be like the last place because <clears throat> I didn't think Jalen was going to play good. But Jalen has played phenomenal. Yeah. Nick Sirianni deserves to be in the running for coach of the year as well. Like, like got taken out by the uh, the Washington football team's uh, bleachers. Bleachers there the other day. He was a man of the people. He got the pictures, <laughs> signed the autographs. I, I read somewhere that. He was quote unquote offered more help than the Washington football team staff that was there, like to the to the fans that had fallen. Oh, according to them, they had said that he offered more help than any like the personnel of the stadium. He's he's that, a man of Philadelphia. That stadium is terrible. It's absolutely awful. But yeah, Jalen Hurts has has been really good. Really, my doubts with the Eagles before the season weren't necessarily with him, were with you know the rest of the team and the coaching staff in question. But they've they've proved us wrong. But uh, anyways, I think we should get into, you know, we're already talking about the NFC. Let's talk about the NFC. Do the 49ers beat the Rams and get in? Uh, or do they lose and the Saints win and then the Saints will get in for that seven seed? Matt, you've been talking a lot. You've been bringing us into the segments. What do you think? I mean, I honestly, if you had to tell me who's the better team, I would 100% say the 49ers by like a long shot. But the scenario that they're in, the 49ers lost to the Titans hurt them so much because I think they're going to miss the playoffs. Uh, I don't really think they could be, they're going to beat the Rams. Now I will say that Shanahan kind of owns McVay uh, based on their head to head record. And the past few years, the 49ers have just dominated the Rams, but I just think the Rams are going to win this game. The Rams really want to win this game because they're going to be the two seed if they win. And as the two seed, they'd be playing the saints most likely if the Saints beat the Falcons, which I think is going to happen. And I think um, playing the Saints would be the best case scenario uh, in the NFC. And I think that they would just demolish the crap out of the Saints. Yeah, I, I don't think the Saints are a bad team. I just don't think the Saints are compared to the other NFC teams. I would even say the Eagles are much better than the Saints. Um, but yeah, I think Saints are going to win. Sucks for the 49ers fans, but that's just how the schedule is going to go. Connor, what do you think? Um, I, I'm going to agree with Matt. I think San Francisco is undoubtedly, you know, the better team between the two. You know, New Orleans has run out five different quarterbacks, right? James, yeah. Trevor Simeon, Taysom Hill, Ian Book. Four, actually. Four. Four. Um, like Bortles, you know, he didn't play any games, but he was in the contention. Um, I think the Rams are going to play with a chip on their shoulder. I think they're going to try to get Cooper Cup that receiving record. Um, you know, he's only got like 130 yards. And I mean, that's 
at this point, that's easy for Cooper Cup to do. Um, so, you know, I think he's going to go out there and try to get it done, and then maybe they'll bench him. Um, I, I just think that they're going to be playing, you know, as Matt said, they're playing for the number two spot. Um, you know, I San Francisco's the better team. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely think they're a better team. They have the harder matchup in week seven or week 18, rather. I think New Orleans is going to find a way to get in there. Um, they don't deserve it. You know, there'll be a first round exit to the Rams, I guess. If the Rams were to win, um, they'd be a first round exit. But I, I, I think New Orleans will find their way in. They also I mean, are going, I'll just say they're also going for division, which is kind of huge because that four or five is going to be a shootout game. Right. 100%. You really don't want to be that four or that five seed. But, uh, Tommy, uh, do the Niners win and get in, or do the Saints take advantage of a 49ers loss? I say the Saints are going to take advantage. You know, I'd have to agree with what Matt and Connor said. I just think the matchup's too difficult. I mean, uh, you know, with the Rams taking on the 49ers, I think the Rams will come away with the win. And, um, you know, I think that New Orleans is – you know, going to beat Atlanta, but Atlanta was in that game um, against the Bills up until halftime, right, and then the Bills kind of pulled away, but um, yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting, but to me, I, I see the Saints getting in, uh, in this one. How about yeah. Matt Ryan showing a little bit of, uh, you know, like competitive edge there towards the end of that second half, or the end of the first half, he ran that touchdown, and obviously was marked down at the one-yard line, got up and kind of got right into Michael Boyer's face spike the ball at him a little bit you know what i i think that the niners are going to lose against the rams uh the rams you know had an embarrassing loss against the niners earlier in the season but i think the niners still get in because the falcons beat the saints i don't think the saints are a very good team at all and i feel like at this point the, the falcons really aren't uh, a bad team either i feel like they're kind of on the same level as, you know, the saints, you know, they'll beat the bad teams, but, and they'll put up a fight against uh, the good teams. And I think, um, I think that the Falcons beat the saints. I, I, I really don't like the saints team at all, especially because Atlanta's at home. It's not in the Superdome. So the New Orleans does not get that advantage and they just have not been impressive. Uh, you know, on the offensive side of the ball. You know, T Taysom Hill has been great for fancy purposes, but um, that it's just not a great overall team. Maybe maybe Sean Payne uh, pulls some, you know, phenomenal coaching scheme out, out of his pocket because he's still one of the best coaches in the NFL. Just the roster is kind of depleted. And for that reason, I think the Niners are going to make the playoffs. Who did they play last week? The Falcons? Oh, the, no, uh, the Saints. They beat the Panthers. Uh, yep. Yeah, I mean, that would um be interesting because that would leave the Eagles. If they beat Dallas, they'd be the sixth seed. If they lose to Dallas, they'd be the seventh seed. So that would definitely mix up a few things in the year's scenario, uh, Mike. Might as well we head over to the AFC, which is 100% way more competitive. A lot of great teams are looking – uh, to get into the playoffs, we have a two team, two two spots are open right now. We have the Patriots clinching one of the Patriots slash Bills, I guess, clinching one of the wild card spots, and then we have two spots left with teams that are in contention, being the Indianapolis Colts at nine and seven, the Chargers at nine and seven, 
the Raiders at nine and seven, the Steelers at eight, seven and one, and the Ravens at eight and eight. Um, two of these team, four of these teams are playing each other. That's being the Chargers Raiders, which is Sunday night, the last game. And the Steelers Ravens are playing each other on Sunday as well. Um, we got two different spots, so it's definitely going to take us a little longer uh, to, you know, get an answer out. Um, but I'm going to start with Connor. Uh, Connor, which two teams do you really think is go- are going to um, take these two spots and, you know, head over to uh, the playoffs to play the either the Bengals, Chiefs, Titans, et cetera? Indianapolis will take one of them. They're going to beat Jacksonville. Um, you know, Jacksonville actually has had Indianapolis number as of late. They haven't won in Jacksonville past like, I think 2014 or something like that. So that's definitely something to keep an eye on. Um, obviously that was Jacksonville. Jack, did Jacksonville start this year one and off? Did they beat Indianapolis or was that, that was last, that was last, last year. year. That was last Gardner, year. Gardner Minshew. Right. Yeah. Um, I think Indianapolis is going to make it as far as the seventh spot. Matt, you might not like this, but I think the Raiders are going to beat the Chargers on Sunday night and make it in. I well, just, you, were, you were my Raiders guy. or I mean, my Chargers guy. Was I, know. I, I, I know I was, and Justin Herbert has had another incredible year, you know, breaking the Chargers all-time passing touchdown record. I just – the Raiders are playing really good football right now. You know, obviously, Nate, Nate Hobbs, got one of their corners, you know, got arrested. Obviously, you know, bonehead move. Um. I was going to say that, you know, they've had, you know, a step away from the drama for the past several weeks. You know, they obviously they had a bunch of stuff going on with this team this year. Um, Derek Carr, I mean, he's a, he's a serviceable quarterback. Josh Jacobs had a really good game on Sunday. Josh Jacobs has really had a past couple, um, you know, really good games. I think the Raiders will be able to do it. You know, obviously the Chargers, you know, they can win this game. You know, the Chargers are a good team. Brandon Staley has been a really good first-year head coach. Obviously, Justin Herbert is going to be a perennial, you know, Pro Bowl or potential MVP in this league for years. I think the Raiders do it. I think the Raiders will, will sneak in. Mike, you're shaking your head. I'm not necessarily shaking my head. It's more, you know, interesting. Connor, I feel like Connor has been uh, this season more more bullish on the Raiders uh, compared to us after the Raiders got off to that nice start. I, I know that he was pretty bullish on them. But I got to disagree. I do think the Colts are going to win, even though they have had trouble in Jacksonville since 2014. Um, I, I just think it's going to be such an easy game for Jonathan Taylor. Uh, that defense is not good. I think they're going to run right through them. And I think the Chargers are going to win. I don't, I don't think that they're going to be able to stop uh, the Chargers offense, especially without Nate Hobbs. You know what I mean? So really the Raiders are only path to victories. I think uh, running the ball with Josh Jacobs because the Chargers do not have a good run defense. And I think that's something that uh, Las Vegas can take advantage of. Um, You know, Las Vegas is fortunate that the game is in Vegas compared to LA, even though it probably didn't really matter anyways. But I think the Chargers are going to win and uh, it'll be the Colts in the Chargers for the six and seven seed. All right, Tommy, you heard Connor's opinion. We heard Mike's opinion. Got Raiders, got Chargers. Colts are obviously the uh, same. What are you going to have to go with? Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with uh, Mike on this one. I think Colts and Chargers are the teams that I'll get in. Colts for sure, just because I don't see any way that Jacksonville beats them. 
although it was a close game when they played earlier in the season, I think it was like maybe 23 to 17 or something like that. But, you know, with so much at stake for the Colts, I don't see any way they lose this game. And uh, yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Mike. I think the Chargers will beat uh, the Raiders in this one will be a really good game, but you know, of course, my friends at ESPN help me out. They say Chargers are winning this game, so that's who we're going with. But um, yeah, that's who I think. I mean, for the Steelers, too much would have to go right. Obviously, the Jaguars would have to win that game. And um, yeah, I mean, as a Steelers fan, I'd like to see him get in, but uh, Colts and Chargers for me. Hey, I'm I'm rooting for the Steelers honestly to get in. Uh, I think uh, we saw we saw Big Ben's last game at Heinz, probably. I will put a probably on that. Um, yesterday, a little emotional. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it would be so hard for the Steelers to make it in. It's tough. It's really tough because I I would be I'm rooting for them all the time to make it in. You know, Tomlin, get Tomlin and Big Ben one last ride into the playoffs. But I'm going to have to think, agree with you guys and go with the Colts winning here. Um, they have an 89% chance to win this game, according to 538. Not sure what your friends at ESPN say, Tommy, but. Uh, oh, man. What does what ESPN say? Um, I don't know. Let me take a look. All well, right. Well Tommy, well, Tommy looks for that, Matt. I have a question for you. So, you know, the, uh, the, the Ravens. They fell off pretty hard here. You know, obviously they still have a chance to make it in. Um, but, you know, Lamar Jackson hasn't been playing the last several weeks. And you and I both are not very high on Lamar Jackson. You know, we, we've been to say that, you know, the defense has really been the strong point for that Ravens team. And that, you know, not necessarily that if you take Lamar Jackson away, this team will still be successful, but they still have the pieces there. They've fallen apart here with Tyron Huntley running, you know, that quarterback. The offense has still been effective, but, you know, they haven't been winning these football games. What is your take on this Ravens team? Have you changed at all where, you know, Lamar Jackson has to be there in order for this team to win, or do they still have the pieces without him? No, because I, I think I think the their defense has literally been, like, injured. Though Their defense is probably – they're the most injured team in the NFL. Their defense is torn apart to shreds. I mean, we Mike talked about it last uh, week with Joe Burrow. I mean, Burrow put 525 yards on this With these ease, quarterbacks, ease. but he did put four 420 oh, yeah. against the, the Chiefs this week, which was great. Um, look, look, uh, look later in the episode. Maybe we'll talk a little bit about more about Joe Burrow. But I think ultimately the Ravens have just been hurting on both sides of the ball. I don't think Huntley is really that bad of a quarterback. He really kept them in the game with the Packers. Uh, he's no Lamar Jackson. I still don't really think that highly of Lamar. It's nothing's really changed for my opinion with Lamar. Nothing's really changed. I still think that he. Are you saying if he's not a part of the team, they still have the pieces to win? When they're healthy, yeah. I mean, even Lamar struggled this year too, which kind of emphasized my argument about Lamar. I mean, I I think it's a we can have a totally different conversation about it because I know Mike probably has some words. I will just like to fit in. I do think Chargers are going to win. Uh, tonight's game against or Sunday night's game against the Raiders. I've always believed in the Chargers. We know this. I really thought the Chargers were going to be better. Justin Herbert's looking, watching at the sidelines, watching Joe Burrow win a division, make it to the playoffs. I think he's got a, a little, uh, it's going to be sitting a little 
with him on Sunday night. And I think he's, I think he's really going to have a good game. I would expect him uh, to have one of the best games of his season this year. I was, I'm expecting a shootout to be honest, like the chiefs um, chiefs chargers game that we saw Thursday night, but it all depends on the Raiders too. If they're up to the challenge, if Derek Carr is up to the challenge, I'm, I'm expecting some deep balls to Deshaun Jackson, Zay Jones to get a little uh, deep ball action. Um, but it's going to be a great game. I, I got the Chargers winning that one. All um, right. I, I just wanted to throw this out there. You know, you guys just touched on the Ravens. Ravens still have a shot at the playoffs. They do. Here's what needs to happen. I had to write this down because there are so many different things that need to happen. First off, the Ravens obviously got to beat the Steelers. That, that has to happen. They're playing at the bank. That's definitely a possibility. Um, the Raiders need to beat the Chargers. The Patriots need to beat Miami. I think both of those two things are very possible. But then the Jaguars need to beat the Colts, and I think that's where the Ravens' demise comes into play. It sucks because, like, the Ravens and the Steelers need Jacksonville to win. <laughs> and it's yeah. like, it's Jacksonville. Yeah. Like, yeah. And uh, it's really, it's just really unfortunate for the Ravens because they've lost, they were eight and three and they've lost five games in a row. Uh, it's, it's just been in, in four out of five of those games have been by one possession. All of them have been uh, within two points. I mean, it's, you, 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 a lot of people don't like the, you know, the go for two call or, or whatnot, but you know, the Ravens, it, it just has not been their season in terms of uh, luck and fortune, but you know, it, it really seems to me that the Chargers and Colts uh, are going to make it. I mean, I hate to, I, I honestly think if they didn't go for two against the Steelers, they would have won, won that game. The Packers, so? maybe not. I think, yeah, the I, I think the Packers is the right call. You could have an argument against the Steelers, but the Steelers, I, I, it's not like the Steelers' offense is as prolific as the Packers. I don't know. You're you're totally correct about that. Um, but I I still like the like the decision. You know, your destiny is in your own hands, and stuff like that. But um, I also you know I I, I think the Ravens are going to have the opportunity to get a lot better next year. So we'll just have to see what happens. The Dolphins game definitely hurt them too. A lot yeah. of a lot of hurt hurting from for the Ravens. And you know, Lamar Pro Bowler Jackson somehow. Um yeah. didn't didn't play up to what we know Lamar can play mm-hmm. up to. I mean like in certain games this year, like against the Chiefs and especially against the Colts, that's probably I I contend that that's probably the best game he's ever played against the coach where he threw for over 400 yards and four touchdowns and still ran the ball, led them to a comeback victory. That was also a huge win for them. But, but, but uh, in, in that Colts game, a lot of that came there in the second half. You know, Lamar Jackson, his entire season this year has been so cold in the first half. And then he lights it under his, under his, lights the fire under him. And then he goes out and plays well in the second half. To be a consistent, good quarterback in the NFL, that can't happen. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he, he is still young. You know, obviously he's the best quarterback to come out of that 2018 draft class. We saw that last night with Baker Mayfield. We've seen it with Sam Darnold. You know, think, Josh Allen can Josh, absolutely make the I case. think Josh Allen is better. Josh Allen can absolutely make the case. I guess I forgot Josh Allen. <laughs> for, for a second. You know, he's just been so so good in the league. Um, yeah. But – 
you know, he, it, there just has to be a full on consistency with a quarterback to, to succeed at your highest level. You know, obviously the goal in Baltimore is to go out and win a Super Bowl, and they have all the capabilities to do it, but the consistency has to be first. Mm-hmm. And I, I really think that's what separates, uh, you know, the most elite of, of the elite quarterbacks, like the Rodgers and the Brady, from like those second tier guys like Josh Allen, Lamar, you know, Dak, Herbert, you know, all, all those guys. Um, so I, I think that's a good point you make. And I feel like when those guys really come become more consistent on a game to game basis, because it's so hard to consistently play great in the NFL. And, you know, we've seen it throughout all of those quarterbacks I, I've mentioned. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what strides Lamar makes and, you know, what players they get back next year was as uh, Matt previously said, they've been super banged up. No, I think this has been a great conversation. I think this is a good time, you know, cut this off obviously if you have any different predictions for who's going to make it to the playoffs drop them down in the comments um we're going to get into go picks next we got a new season obviously we'll unveil our winner um no real unveil needed it was kind of a <laughs> runaway show but we'll get to that next welcome back to go chat we are back with the go picks we're on a new season season seven uh last season i did win i uh I defeated Tommy in the last couple games, um, second championship. So now it's me and Connor have two championships. Mike and Tommy have one. But we'll be we'll see if they could uh, contend for their second one. This is going to run through March, so we're going to get a lot of March madness towards the end of it, which is fun. <laughs> I know Mike loves it. Um, I mean, t- to be fair, that is how I won. I won in this season last year. You know what I mean? So you know, let, let's see if I could do it again. All right. We got some NHL to start out, which I know you enjoy, Mike. All right, we got the Pittsburgh Penguins and the St. Louis Blues. This game's on Wednesday at 7.30 p.m. on TNT. Mike, you're 2-0 with Connor. You got the tiebreaker. Who are you going to go with? Uh, this is a tough game. These are two really good teams, two, two of the top ten, uh, I'd say. But I have to roll with the Blues. The Blues have been pretty hot. They've played more games recently than Pittsburgh has. Uh, Pittsburgh is favored, but uh, I think Blues coming off that Winter Classic W is going to get another one Wednesday night. All right, Connor. Are you going to try to leapfrog Mike? You're going to stick with the Blues. Not going to leapfrog Mike on a hockey pick. I'm going to take his I'm going to take his word here on this one and and roll with the Blues. All right, Tommy. See, this is tough. I I've been going back and forth. I'm going to go with Pittsburgh on this one. I don't want to go against Mike, but I looked at the line, and it is in favor of Pittsburgh, so I'm going to go with them. But I will admit, disadvantage, I didn't realize, do they not do the matchup predictor on ESPN for hockey? So that does hurt me a little bit. (laughs) You're seeking a weapon. Yeah, but let's go Penguins. That's my pick. Uh, I'm gonna have to roll the Penguins too. Gonna try to make up some ground after going 0 and 2. Um, uh, Jake Gensel's back for Pittsburgh. Uh, Brian, Brian Russ is back for Pittsburgh. Evan Rodriguez has been playing fantastic. Uh, uh, of course, Sidney Crosby has too, and I'm expecting Tristan Jari to be in that uh, Wednesday. They do have a game Thursday against the Flyers, but the Blues are better, so I expect Jari to be in that. Next game, we got college basketball number 11, Iowa State versus number 25, Texas Tech. This game's on Wednesday, 9 p.m. ESPNU. Mike, I'm going to start with you. You know, Texas Tech has been rolling. 
they, they've had a decent number of wins in a row. But Iowa State just lost by five to the best team in the nation. I think Iowa State is a really good team. I think they're going to be really good come around uh, springtime, and I'm going to roll with them here. All right, Connor. You're going to try to make up some ground here or stick with Mike? For me, Texas Tech. All right, Tommy, they do a matchup predictor for this game. Um, I took a look at it. I'm going to go with Iowa State. Got to roll with them in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go with Iowa State, too. I think they're the better team. I could see it going either way, but um, with Iowa State's, uh, how they've been performing so far, Isaiah Brockington is playing great for them, too. So I think they're going to win this game. Third game, Nuggets Jazz NBA. Wednesday, ESPN matchup predictor. I'm pretty sure does this too, Tommy, for you. So there's there's that, Mike. Um, this is uh, you know, Denver has not been healthy all season, and they aren't getting healthy against the Jazz, even though they're playing at home. I still gotta take Utah. They are they are just a really complete team. Uh, Connor. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Jazz as well. I just like them a lot. All right, Tommy. Yeah, I agree. Easily the Jazz in this one. Easily. Oh, easily. easily. Whoa, Nikola Jokic yeah. won't be mad at you, Tommy. Hey, that's okay. I got faith in the Jazz. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to go with the Jazz too. Um, I, I think that this is probably the, maybe not. I don't know. I think that this is uh gonna be a Jazz win. Maybe not easily, like Tommy said, but I think Jazz win this game. Last game we got Nick Celtics. TNT, 7.30. Mike's a Celtics fan. Mike's definitely going to go with the Celtics. Am yeah, I right? I'm, I'm, go, I'm going with Boston in this matchup. Hopefully, Jason Tatum is back. He has been in uh, health and safety protocols. But even without Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown has been balling out without him. He's really shown that he's also a star and should not be outshined by Jason Tatum. So I'm rolling with, with the Celtics here. And, and it, whenever the Knicks are on – national television Julius Randle does go off so that does kind of worry me but I'm still taking the Celtics in this one Connor Mike however my point with Julius Randle Kemba Walker's really kind of found his stride there <laughs> late recently too so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Knicks Tommy are you going with the Knicks ESPN matchup predictor he says the Knicks I know they do but I'm gonna disagree I'm gonna go with the team that has a 49 percent chance Let's go Boston Celtics. Um, yeah, I got to agree. I mean, I just think they're the better team. They both have losing records, so it's a little bit tough. But uh, going to go with Boston this one. Yeah, talk about those losing records. I mean, I expected a lot more from both these teams. Hasn't been the case. That's okay. I hate both of them. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the uh, Celtics. Jeremy Goldstein always complains about the Knicks, so I'm not not going to pick them. Jeremy here. Goldstein complains about everything. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, uh, I'm going to have to go with the Celtics. I think they're a better team, and Jalen Brown has been balling out quite literally. That's going to wrap up <laughs> Go Picks. <laughs> That's going to wrap up Go Picks. We got uh, Go to the Week coming up next. That's going to be a great one because there's four different people for this, not like Go to the State. We will be right back. <laughs> Welcome back to Go Chat. We are back with the Go of the Week. Look at the leaderboard. I notched my 30th win, guys. 30th. 30th. I mean, aren't you guys excited? It's a nice benchmark for me. You're killing us. 30th win with Joe Burrow. Um, great voting. Uh, thank you, Connor. 
Josh Allen almost won too, which is uh, kind of shocking. But we got a totally different slate of GOAT of the week. Tommy is currently sitting in fourth place. Maybe he can make it up a couple ground. Tommy, who are you going to go with here? I'm going to go with TJ Watt in this one. He was a big part of the Steelers' win against the Browns on Monday night. And uh, he had four sacks, and now he's one sack away from Michael Strahan's single-season record. So, um, And also, by the way, that was TJ's career high with four sacks in a game. So um, great performance, big reason why they were able to stay in the playoff hunt, as we mentioned earlier. Probably not going to be able to get it done with the way that the schedule works out, but he played – very well in a big game so gotta go with tj watt he's one and a half sacks away just for clarity. one and a half oh okay i i think he's gonna get it i mean i'll alejandro alejandro villanueva was terrible all right um who should i go with next connor you're up to bat who do you got i'm gonna go with the receiver who broke the bowl game record for yards in a game in college football during a bowl game. Obviously, no Chris Olave. No, whatever the hell. What is his other name? What's the other name? Garrett uh, Wilson? Garrett Wilson? Garrett Wilson. Oh, my God. This Ohio State fan doesn't even know his own team. I, you know, for a second, I was thinking Marvin Harrison, but he, he actually played and also had three touchdowns. Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, Marvin Harrison went to Syracuse. Yeah, I know. Anyway. Jackson Smith and Jigba with 15 catches on 16 targets in the Rose Bowl game for 347 yards and three touchdowns. He was so good. And I also, I mean, no discredit to CJ Stroud at all. Where he put some of those footballs in the perfect positions for them to be caught was absolutely incredible. This was a great bowl game to watch. I mean, if you guys didn't watch this game, you really missed out on a great one. Ohio State was down by 14 points, I think, like three different times in the game. <clears throat> Found a way to get back into it. Really a complete shootout. I In the second quarter, I think there was like 42 points scored in the span of like four minutes. So it, it was such an incredible game. Jackson Smith and Jigba, again, 15 catches, 347 yards and three touchdowns. Jamar Chase-like numbers here um, on the college football uh, slate. So, Jackson Smith and Jigba, go to the week. Oh, Connie, what are you trying to help Mike over here? You um, just set me up perfectly, Connor, because my go of the week is Jamar Chase. He just broke the rookie receiving record. You know, and I don't want to hear anything that's, you know, you have an extra game because he did it in 16 games. He broke Justin Jefferson's record, and he also broke the single-game receiving record for a rookie, 266 yards, along with three touchdowns. He has been phenomenal this season he's had you know these huge games but this is by far uh the best game of his season against you know it's not a must-win game but it's a huge 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 win for Cincinnati they really came out and showed that they are a playoff contender and in large part due to Jamar Chase and his explosiveness I mean I could go on and on for hours about Jamar Chase and how much he's helped transform this Bengals offense but it's 100% Jamar Chase here. Jamar Chase actually helped me win the uh, the Goat Chat Fantasy Football League over over my partner here, Matt. Obviously, Matt went in with like a, what was it, a 12-2 and two record. I came in at 
No, like, I only lost once, Connor. That was my second loss the whole year. I'm pretty sure they were both to you, too. That's sad. That is so sad, Matt. But, you know, go chat. He also it. lost me out on $160 or something, too. I'm not happy about Jamar. I love the guy, but I'm not happy. Go chat champion right here. Had another fantasy football championship. This week was great for me. I stayed at the last place. Stayed at the last place in a few leagues too. I mean, great week of fantasy football. Go All ahead, right, Matt. Who's your go of the week? <laughs> well, you know, I, I came in second place for two fantasy leagues. Um, I'm probably gonna win out of two other fantasy leagues, so I guess that balances it out. But uh, pretty upset after Jamar Chase's uh, victory over there in Cincinnati, but I was very happy about another guy a guy who really led the Cincinnati Bengals to their first division title since 2012. And that man is Joe Burrow. We'll talk about a great game from him. Uh, you know, you, you, you could talk all you want about Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase had a fantastic game, you know, breaking all those records. Great, great, great. Joe Burrow was throwing him the ball and he was a gunslinger today. 30 for 39, 446 yards. Four touchdowns, and you talk about those deep – oh, pass rating 148, and you talk about those deep balls. Joe's just been doing it. He's been doing it, and he's my go of the week. Maybe, maybe make it two, week, two weeks in a row, a little Buddy Bayheim action. Matt, um, Matt really loves double dipping. He's done it multiple times. Dude, he, I, I'm sorry. I, I had to. I mean, he just went out, beat the Kansas City Chiefs, who I think are the best team in the NFC, AFC, um, and really just did it well. I mean, you know, he's – Went through a, a thumb injury this past year. Uh, he's had a knee injury at towards the end of the game. Um, it's just he's playing phenomenal. He's really I'm really thinking highly of this this guy Joe Burrow. We saw the post game with the cigars, you know, doing that little whatever the other dance is called, you know, when they're like this. What's it called again? Anyone know? Uh, Tom, I feel like Tommy sure does this. You talk about. I feel like Tommy does this, you know, on oh, TikTok. Man. And just saves no. it as drafts. Um, no, I'm not a TikTok guy. Oh, Tom, Tommy's definitely a TikToker. But you, you're talking about the deep balls, right? But Joe Burrow's longest throw of the game went to Jamar Chase, who took a slant to the house, made like five other people miss, and outran the whole Chiefs team. I mean, he has he has wheels, dude. Like, it's honestly like, like we all thought highly of Jamar Chase, and, you know, a lot of us thought that it was the wrong pick for Cincinnati but it could not have been a better pick for Cincinnati and that connection has been awesome all season can, I mean can, even I just I just want to make a disclaimer here before we get back in your, oh I know what the dance is called but go ahead I know what the dance is called before you guys get back into arguing you know I'm not even gonna mention go to the week you know you mentioned Kansas City is the best team in the AFC in your opinion this might be the first year in a really long time when you can look at the teams in the playoffs and not know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. And I think it's going to make for such an exciting, you know, you know, playoff atmosphere. You know, Matt, you and I are going to be out there in L.A., you know, working out there towards the Super Bowl there, towards the middle of February. So it's going to be so exciting just to watch this playoff football here this year. All right, so the dance is get the gat, you know. It says get the oh, gat, get the okay. gat. Yeah, that's what the dance is uh, called, I guess. Um, but yeah, like you said, Connor, it's going to be really exciting to see. And I honestly open ears for this one. I think the Bengals have a very good chance to make it to the Super Bowl. 
I th- actually think they do. I think they they got an explosive offense. Their defense is just Trey Hendrickson. Um, I, I honestly think it's going to be the Bengals, Bills, or the Chiefs in the Final Four, and one of those teams are really going to compete. Well, the Final Four, you named three. Three. Yeah, I don't know. Whoever's oh, Final Four, meaning AFC, two AFC, two NFC. No, no he's meant, saying final. Four I meant like the, the final four in the AFC. It's either going to be. I could um, care less about that fourth team. That fourth team is just irrelevant. Whoever that is. No, no. Hold on. Hold on. If, if holding. Henry, holding. If Derrick Henry comes back healthy, if Derrick Henry comes back healthy, the Titans are going to be a force. They still have been, you know, they've been competitive without him. But we their know with just sucks. Go ahead. Their, Sorry, their defense has been better than uh, you know advertised. Uh, <laughs> But they, they, they've been playing better than the talent on the roster. And I think that's due in large part to their coaching and Mike Rabel. But I do think that they have a shot at the Super Bowl if Derrick Henry comes back healthy. Well, I think this is a great spot to end goat chat for this week. Jackson Smith and Jigba should be your uh, vote. But, but I think this is a great way to end this. Uh, you know, episode 115, it's always a pleasure to hop on, guys. Mike's coughing through my outro. That's fantastic. Matt's dancing. Like radio all over again. Tommy's the only normal one on this show. Um, Tommy's chilling. It's always a pleasure to come on, talk sports. As always, hit that subscribe button, follow Instagram, you know, everywhere that you get your – oh, Mike. (laughs) Jamar (laughs) Chase. Go to the week. No, this is terrible. We're gonna just go. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow, baby. Give it again. Give it again. Hit the music. <laughs> <laughs>